depending on the, the youth who are equally not employed or, or underemployed. So that's revelation there. Let me bring in uh, Mr. Anaba again. Uh, Mr. Anaba, so if we are targeting a policy like leave, which we make monies available to older people and people who we deem to be in abject poverty, mustn't we, take, I mean, like change the strategy by probably bringing in the peasant farmers, give their monies to them to rather farm and use the proceeds to feed them? Is that probably a, a way we can, we can ensure that this is sustainable and probably even make more money available to these people? Yeah, thank you very much. And I think, yes, that, that, that is true. And just like my colleague also said earlier on, you want over time, you want to reduce the amount of people who want, like my colleague also said earlier on, you want over time, you want to reduce the amount of people who want to. To that category. So it also goes to the point of what he said that uh, in terms of uh, all the policies or the expenditure we are making now, do we actually mean them in terms around the, the, the northern part of Ghana and eventually I look at the, the land area, the arable land and other things, vast lands, and I look at it, I realize, look, human labor alone may not be able to push these lands into productive distance. You need a kind of mechanized system, but you need the government to support in that kind of system to, produce, to help the people to produce adequately to feed themselves. But it's non-existent. And most of the youth are also traveling down south to look for jobs and all those things. So those are the kind of policies that government has to really look at. Every uh, CD that is spent is effectively spent to ensure that it brings out some output that is more than the city spent. And that is what we are not doing. And that is why we are going in circles and each year we are spending and expanding the leap beneficiaries and all that. It means that we are actually making the situation worse and worse as we move on. Mm -hmm. So, um, as, as we move on, what is your expectation of what government needs to do? It will really are serious about ending poverty. In a minute, if you can do it for me, I will be grateful. Well, my expectation is that government has to look at the data and look at its policies again and to see whether we are actually making the, the inroads in terms of the, the, the positive development that we want and make sure that the expenditure that we are making now actually reaches where we intend them and reduce all the issues about uh, malpractices that reduces the effectiveness of government policy and other things so that uh, eventually that's the only way we can achieve what we want to achieve. We have a certain amount of resources mm -hmm. and if we start spending them in a way that they are not delivering the goods or the goods that we expect, then eventually we are not achieving that purpose and that is what we have to do be more effective be more intentional and ensure that okay. whatever expenditure whatever resources that we are locating to eradicate poverty it reaches our intended policy and we are actually monitoring and making sure that each year mm. we are seeing improvement not that we'll go to a full cycle of maybe four or five years we'll come back and realize no nothing has been done okay. and we have just spent so much resources and we haven't moved any inch in terms of making inroads into reducing poverty Bernard Anab, I'm grateful to you. He is a policy analyst with... Thank you very much. Yeah. This is the pulse here on the Joy News channel. Let me take you to Germany, where Germany says jobs, agriculture, and security will be... Here on the Joy News channel. Let me take you to Germany, where Germany says jobs, agriculture, and security will be...
Africa. The Sahel is directly threatened by poverty and Islamic terrorism. Thomas Sparrow, political correspondent from our partner station DW in Berlin, has more on this. Now, Thomas. So this region, all in all, is certainly important for Europe and more specifically for Germany. There are also concerns in the region as to whether there could be a power vacuum in Mali once UN peacekeeping troops leave the country by the end of the year at the insistence of Mali's military leadership. So, in general, the key word for giants seems to be stability. That is the main goal for Germany's one-year rotating presidency. Grateful to you, Thomas Sparrow. He is with our partner, DW. Main goal for Germany's one-year rotating presidency. Grateful to you, Thomas Sparrow. He is with our partner, DW. Crystal clear and thrilling podcasts and live shows. Download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn. For crystal clear and thrilling podcasts and live shows, download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn. Overcast and Pandora. Take note of everything. Sign up for the multimedia digital platform now to stay updated. Overcast and Pandora. Take note of everything. Sign up for the multimedia digital platform now to stay updated.
the mother is relieved. She had endured long hours of labor and finally the doctor decided to remove the baby surgically. A gynecologist at this place, they don't have so many money. So just doctor, just do CS for me and then let me free and then people to go. You can do it in less than an hour. It, was, it depends also on the condition. For example, if a patient comes with a fetal distress where the baby is literally dying, you, you have to go in, you have to be very fast. So you can do that surgery within 30 minutes. But average, I'll just say like an hour. If you take your time, an hour, you should be done. The emergencies keep coming. It's, it really gets tough in the night. So you have to, sometimes from eight going, you can do like six before the next morning. Because people refer it. That's what people refer. So people go to their antenatal clinic at peripheral facilities. And then after seeing them, they refer them to come. So by the time they get here, some from very far places, by the time they get here, it's like eight, nine. And then we have those who are, we are seeing the labor was setting at dawn and they will come in and they realize that no, it's, there's a problem. Caesarean session was dangerous when it started in the 1500s in Switzerland when one Jacob Neufer performed it on his wife. But over the years, regional anesthesia, including spinal and epidural anesthesia, have also been developed and become popular methods of relieving pain and improving outcomes after cesarean session. The World Health Organization recommends that cesarean session be performed only when medically necessary. But many women in Ghana opt for cesarean session as an elective. Some mothers say they fear vaginal tear and hence opt for the procedure. For me, in my opinion, I chose it because I feel it's the simplest way to, I mean. Hence opt for the procedure. For me, in my opinion, I chose it because I feel it's the simplest way to, I mean. I don't want to go through the trauma of, I mean, cutting my skin. So I felt like let me just put myself to sleep and then while they are done with it. So The important factor to determine whether a woman would decide to give birth uh, through the natural way or through uh, the CS.
Well, there are a number of factors. Just it's not just one um, factor, okay. and it's individualized mm. uh, based on the patient's um, condition and how the pregnancy is going. Patients also previous history of um, of a delivery, mm. be it vaginal delivery or um, even a previous cesarean um, infection. So there's a, a number of factors that okay. would okay. inform the clinician to make um, a good choice of uh, for the mode of delivery. If a baby is breached, for example, um, is it recommendable to go with CS or still one can try the natural way of, 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 of giving birth? Well, um, like I said, it also goes with a number of factors. So for a breach presentation, um, it would depend if... Um, the patient has delivered before. For example, if this patient has delivered a breach before successfully, we can allow the patient um, to have uh, another try. It will also depend on the weight of the baby. If the baby's weight is bigger, uh, it's, it's big, we would not we would advise and counsel the woman that your likelihood of um, this Vaginal delivery failing is very high. Um, it also depends on, um, like I said, a number of factors, like even a previous cesarean session. If you've had a previous cesarean session and you are having a breach presentation, it is a straight cesarean session because the risk of a uterine rupture is high. Okay. And so it's, it's not always straightforward like that. But there are some general rules that we clinicians will follow. For example, if you are having your first um, delivery and it's a breach presentation. You've never had a delivery before. You've never had a vaginal delivery before. A breach delivery can be very dangerous um, for a first timer. So normally we advise that maybe you should go for a cesarean section to be safe. From from our story, some people also do have the conviction that when they do the natural, like the vaginal birth, it expands their 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 vagina and therefore they opt for CS. Is that what should preoccupy the minds of, of expectant mothers? Or, you know, there should be more. Like you said, there are other factors. But should this be something that should be a, a considering factor to determine whether I'm going for vaginal birth or SES? Um, so those things that um, um, women have, those things are misconceptions. The vagina is a, an elastic organ, and so um, it's, it's what... Literally, it can literally accommodate the baby and come back to its um, um, shape, natural okay. shape. Though it might not necessarily come back to the its original, like nevertheless, but it will still function perfectly like how it's supposed to function, because that's what it was created for, anyways. Okay. So it, right. is, it is purely a misconception. Doctor, I'm grateful. Thank you so much for joining us, Doctor Richard Apia Nkrumah. Obstetrician at the Ridge Hospital. Now, the University of Cape Coast is set to establish a school of sustainable engineering with a focus on incorporating artificial intelligence and data accessibility into problem solving approaches. The university has been hosting the Google Ghana research team on their campus and they are bid to expose their students to AI and other technological changes across the globe. The development, according to the university, emphasizes. 
the importance of understanding Google's role in AI research and the potential benefit it can bring to the university's engineering programs. There's more in this report. As part of the seminar, Google aims to acquaint the university community, particularly the students, with their ongoing research and the tools employed in the development of AI. This initiative, the university says, presents a unique opportunity for students to gain knowledge and skills at the forefront of technological advancements, aligning themselves with global research practices. Dr. Stephen Moore of the Department of Mathematics at the University indicates that the collaboration between Google and the University of Cape Coast does not only open doors for students to understand and engage with Google's research, but also create prospects for future employment in various companies worldwide. We want our students here to, to understand what research is about and what Google's presence in Ghana means means for both Google and for our students. For our students, this presents an opportunity to, um, to learn skills or to be able to acquire knowledge at the, at the state of the arts. This means that the knowledge that is being used everywhere around the world, and this is what Google is doing here in Ghana. So if they present the, the, whatever they are doing here in Ghana to our students or to our community here in Cape Coast, the idea is that our students will be able to understand what they are doing and to know how they can also participate uh, in Google's research if they want to. Additionally, the University of Cape Coast is set to establish the School of Sustainable Engineering with a focus on incorporating artificial intelligence and data accessibility into problem-solving approaches. The development further emphasizes the importance of understanding Google's role in AI research and the potential benefits it can bring to the university's engineering programs. Google's presence here gives us a lot of opportunities to discuss way forward. Uh, they have a lot of opportunities as well. Uh, computing power. If you want to do artificial intelligence, you need uh, you, you, you cannot do it uh, on your small computers. You need computing power. And Google offers these opportunities for universities. So once they are here, we will discuss these uh, opportunities for our students, for our lecturers as well, who can who want to have access to high computing powers. And I think that once they are here, we begin to have this kind of collaborations and discuss on development high computing powers. And I think that once they are here, we begin to have this kind of collaborations and discuss on development. He says the collaboration is towards establishing a stronger presence on the African continent. We want to have a connection to the continent and to the people here if we're going to develop research and guide students uh, with the skill that they need to have a job in a place like uh, Google Research. We'd love to uh, convey information to have students understand the requirements uh, that we're looking for, the kind of skills that we're looking for so that they can take the kinds of courses and develop the skills that would prepare them for a job or an internship or a research residency. Um, and also we'd like to investigate opportunities for collaboration. We have a lot of common interests. Uh, we're interested in artificial intelligence. We're interested in uh, food security, agriculture. There are many overlaps in the kinds of things that we're interested in. Overall, the collaboration between the university and the Google Ghana research team 
holds immense potential for advancing AI education, fostering innovation, and creating avenues for future employment in the field of artificial intelligence. Richard Kujinya Akon for Joy News. And that's uh, from Ghana's only University of Competitive Choice, University of Cape Coast. And that's how we wrap the bulletin for you. But we'll leave in the hands of uh, the LTS team. On behalf of the team, I say Akpe. Good evening. After the inauguration, the mausoleum saw its first ever concert dubbed Reignition under the auspices of the Ministry of Tourism, Art and Culture. Zagna. Do we have a representative from Zagna? Okay. Kanata and Samini. But before those two, Mekwekwe and Andy Dusty really did turn up the party. Gave the patients who were there that night a wonderful moment. 